We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Any segment? Oh, wait, we're late to the break. Uh, Brian, first off, it's been way too long since I've been able to talk to you. How are you? Good morning. It has been. We, uh, we miss you on Tee to Green uh, all year this year. Corey did a great job filling in, but uh, we missed you. Glad to talk to you again. Hey, it's always it's always good to hear from you, Brian. And um, I, I will say, though, uh, it's been an entertaining start for the Sabres this season, one that I don't think many of us expected, even with the weak opponents to start the year, uh, how, lo- how strong they looked against Boston last night, despite the score. It's got me feeling a little warm and fuzzy inside. Should I be, uh, should I be concerned that I'm going to fall for another trap? I've been asked this by a few people. They're like, I, we can't get sucked back in. Can we again here? And I, I think the answer is yes and no, not to, not to go on the fence with your question. I think what you can expect is that you'll be entertained and you won't be frustrated by watching this team. I think what Kyle Oposo said after opening night is definitely going to hold, again, over 82 games, these aren't robots. Like, they're human beings. It's you may not get it every period for all 82 games, but I think what Kyle Oposo said is true. He, when he wrote that letter to the fans, he said, look, we're going to play, we're, you know, we're going to come to work. I'm paraphrasing here. He, you know, we're going to come to work. We're going to work hard. We're going to try to work harder than our opponent, and we're going to do it in an entertaining fashion. And I think you've gotten that through four games. Regardless of how you felt last night went, I think at least for the entire first half of the game, they were clearly the better team than the Bruins. Unfortunately, the Bruins, when the Sabres made a few mistakes, just executed with their all-stars that, you know, the Sabres right now, unfortunately, on the other side, they don't have those guys. Um, I think you are going to get a team on most nights that is going to be watchable, and that hasn't been the case a lot over the last handful of years, for sure. So to answer your questions, you know, the warm and fuzzies, I think you'll get that watching them because they will give you a strong effort. I think there will be nights where they will look dominating at times because of this effort. I just wonder at some point, will the fact that we know the talent is not as strong as some of these other teams in the league, like Boston, like Tampa that we'll see on Monday in the arena, uh, will that come back to bite them? And I think probably some nights they'll get away with it, and some nights they won't. And last night, when you make glaring errors in your own end, which, again, it didn't happen that often, but when you do it when Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron are on the ice – they usually make you pay like they do to their other teams, too, that they play against. So um, I think there's a lot of positives to come out of these first four games, um, one of which is that they definitely are more watchable than they were for the last handful of years. 
I mean, oh, I'm so happy that that low bar is able to be cleared again, Brian, that they're watchable, they're entertaining. And from what we saw from Granado throughout the second half of last season and the start of this one, you're looking at not just a more competent team, but again, the expectations they are manageable because we know that they're not going to be world-enders. And like you said, some days they're not going to be able to get away with it if they're playing a strong, sound game and just not have the top-end talent. However, you look at this team and how they've been able to deploy the defensive units so far with Darlene and Bryson, each of them over 20 minutes a game, but that's pretty much it. There's no one like trying to eat minutes on this team. I'm very fascinated by how Granado has been deploying those pairings on the back end and how they've been been able to manage keeping them all within a role that is most comfortable with the players. Yeah, and Don Granado definitely should get a lot of credit, and you said it right. He's putting these guys in positions to be successful. I mean, what happened last year with Rasmus Dahlin after Ralph Kruger was there? He essentially said, I'm giving him the green light to do what he does best, and he's doing that with some of his other forwards, too, these guys that are learning. And, and some of the veterans that have been there for a long time, like Kyle Oposo and Cody Eakin and others like that, they're, he's finding a role for them to be successful. I love what he said about the younger guys. He said, we need, you know, they need to gain experience. And he said the best way for them to gain experience is to do it aggressively. He said, I want them to do what we want to do in a game plan. If a mistake is made, he goes, we'll live with that and we'll learn from that. But he goes, to gain experience from playing conservative and playing scared and playing safe, he goes, that's not necessarily always how you gain experience. You know, I, you know, I, I guess you could, how, how do you, the first time you learn to ride a bike, well, you, you could watch a video all day. You could watch somebody doing it. At some point, you got to get on the bike and you may fall off, but by you falling off, the next time you get on it, you're probably going to do a better job of it because you want to do that experience. And, you know, I, I like the way that he's saying that, that he wants his guys to play north-south. He wants his guys to play heavy puck pressure. We've heard that word, puck pressure, quite a bit from a lot of the players. So you can, I'm sure, tell that Don Granado is stressing that with his team. And I'm okay with it. Look, at, we, we're all, there's nobody here that's a Sabres fan that's under this misconception that they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. So why not go ahead and do what you want to do. The guys believe in it. Kyle Oposo said there's belief in the room. There hasn't been that in many years being here, since he's been here, he said, which is pretty odd considering there's been quite a few coaches and quite a different group of players and leaders with this team. The fact that he says now there's finally a belief that they actually believe what Don Granato wants them to do is actually the best for them. And when you have your players behind you in a high-effort sport like hockey where puck pressure does matter what possession does matter like i think those things are going to go a long way for the sabers team here that clearly is not as talented as a team like boston is but last night to me still i walked out of there feeling good about what i saw you got to have to play very very well in your own end when you're playing against teams like boston like tampa because they will make you pay and you know what a couple of bounces last night and we could be having even another different conversation last night tage thompson hit a post will butcher hit a post Dylan Cousins somehow didn't score. I'm not blaming Dylan Cousins. He somehow didn't score when Linus Allmark got, like, the back of his skate edge in the pad to catch a puck that the whole arena thought went in the net. So sometimes hockey is a little bit of puck luck, too, and that was definitely, I think, a little bit of what we saw with the Sabres last night in terms of them only getting that one goal. Brian Cozeal joining us on the West Her Hotline. You'll be able to hear from him later tonight as Sabres pregame starts at 6 here on WGR. You mentioned Tage Thompson's name, and that's 
kind of fascinating to me. Granado just stuck him at center in the preseason. Everyone's scratching their heads, and he's looked pretty solid so far down the middle. I agree. He seems to be thriving on the added responsibilities, too, that come with playing center. Some of these guys just haven't really been, I guess, had a high expectation held up for them, you know, for their career. I mean, Casey Middlestat, unfortunately, you know, you know, the injury right now, he's out of the lineup. But last year, more was expected of him, and all of a sudden, he looked like a pretty good player. Now, wh- whether or not this can continue over the course of a, the next five, six years of a career, you know, we'll obviously see that play out. But for now, I'm very impressed with what we're seeing from Tage Thompson. The mental errors that we saw from him in previous regimes and previous coaching staffs, we're not really seeing those that much anymore. And his offensive talent that we all know he has and his great shot that we all know he has, the ability to snipe a goal at any point, like that can happen. And it almost been very impressed with the move of Thompson being there. The fact now that the Sabres have flexibility among players. Let's even look at a player last year that's not on this team anymore, Sam Reinhardt. Don Granato has put him there, and it worked. He's not afraid to try new things. And that's something that we talk about in the NHL so often, that there's such an old-school mentality that this is the way you have to do things in the NHL. No, you don't. And why not do it with a group right now where there is lower expectations, where there is no Stanley Cup or bust sort of mentality? Why not try it? Don Granato is so comfortable doing this. It's, it's like a quiet arrogance that, there is, that no one associates that word with Granato. But I, I, just, I love it how he has this sort of just free-willing ability and, and want and desire. To, hey, let's try that. And if it doesn't work, okay, we just won't do it anymore. Like, he's, it's, it sounds like a guy who's got like a guaranteed life coaching contract when really he's obviously coaching for the first few weeks officially as a head coach for the first time in his career. But I've been very impressed with that mentality. You know, it's part of kind of it goes back to last year too when he took over as the interim, Brian. And it's not just saying the things that he wants to do; it's that he's implementing them. The most famous one for me last year was Dylan Cousins was going to play against the Backstrom line against Washington, and he just wanted him to learn that responsibility and learn how to play it against the best players. And there's only one way to do it, and and if you make a mistake, you can learn from it. And he just continues to implement these things with. Almost every situation that you have, Darlene is getting a lot of offensive zone starts because he believes in his talent offensively and being able to create. You have Thompson going in the middle. You have Skinner playing more ice time again after being buried into the fourth line and sometimes the press box under Kruger. It's not just the fact that he is looking at these things and thinking of new concepts. It's the fact that he continues to say them and implement them that is allowing fans to not only feel a little more entertained about this team, but actually be able to generate a little hope for the future. I agree. I mean, Darlene had a rough game last night. He had some issues turning the bucks over. Marchand was kind of a pest to him like he is to a lot of teams. Um, he and Butcher, I thought, had a rough go at it in terms of comparing to their other three games so far. But, yeah, putting Darlene to be in a position to be successful, I mean, that's all you want from a head coach. I think sometimes – he coaches maybe overcomplicate things. Just playing simple, Darlene, look, if this is what I want you to do, go do it. Let's practice it, and let's practice it hard, and then when you go to the game, you're going to do it hard there too, and it seems like that's converting. I mean, Paul says it, Paul Hamilton says it all the time, like they are practicing harder than he's ever seen before. He said that he's correcting things in practice that he hasn't seen, and this isn't just from Ralph Kruger. This is from the coaches before that. 
you know, so I Phil Housley, Dan Bilesma, others. So that's good to see that they're actually learning from practice. This is a young group that definitely has bought in. They're willing to learn from their coach. And, I mean, we know Don Granato's background is strong, so you got to have confidence that he's going to give them the correct, proper plan to succeed on the ice. Now, again, at some point here, we can make this as rosy as we want. At some point, we still know the Sabres still need a lot more talent on the ice if they're going to at some point be a playoff competing team that maybe competing team that can actually maybe make a run at the Stanley Cup. So I'm not naive in saying that this team still lacks a ton of talent in terms of comparison to the other strong teams in the East. But if we're comparing just what we're watching so far in terms of maybe what our, the expectation was publicly, uh, it has been a nice surprise. Going back to your warm, fuzzy comment here to start, like that piece is definitely there here to start. And let's face it, I mean, this, this fan base, to steal Darcy Regeer's word here, has been suffering for a long, long time. And they deserve a winner as quickly as anybody in all of professional sports. But I think that what you've seen from Sabre fans, it doesn't take much for them to buy back in if you get the sense from your team that you're coming to work and that you're coming to play entertaining hockey like Oposo said is their goal. I think fans will come back. It's going to be slow, I know, but I think that they've got the right person leading the ship in Granado that you will get the hockey community here in Western New York back behind this team maybe sooner than people thought just because they are likable. There's young players on this team. How can you not like watching what Dylan Cousins is doing? He had a very, very good game last night. I loved what you said about how you know Don Granado put him out there last year against the Ovechkin line, and he didn't back away from it. And he's going to make mistakes, and they'll react and take care of it and learn from it. But even last night, they asked him about being frustrated because he's had, he had so many good looks last night. He didn't score. And he goes, look, I've been a goal scorer all my life. He goes, you just have to let those things go. He goes, I know I'm going to get it as long as I keep doing what I'm supposed to do. So I, I love Dylan Cousins' attitude. Uh, I know that people have argued, should he be the captain, should he not? I'm okay with him not being officially the captain at this moment. I think the one-two combination of Oposo and Gergensen's might be a good transition to at some point naming Cousins a captain, whether it's next year or the year after. But uh, I think Dylan Cousins is a guy that fans are going to love here for a long time. Brian, I'll let you get out of here as you can uh, kick back, relax, before you're back at it tonight as the Sabres take on the Devils. It's always good talking to you. Thanks, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.